0: Welcome in to the Out of Bounds show. Want to say happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Enjoy the weekend. Football, food, family, friends. That's actually the order for some of you. But uh yeah. It's going to be fun. Big day tomorrow. 3 NFL games and the Golden Egg NFL on Friday. What do you think about that? Crazy. Crazy talk. And then uh, Michigan, Ohio State with no hardball, 11 a.m. Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game, that's Saturday. So, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. And this interview is brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Bulldog Burger in Starkville, and Bulldog Burger in... Tupelo, and it's also brought to you by the Mississippi State University Golf Shop and all their amazing merch. They've got great looking gear and merch in their pro shop at the MSU golf shop when you're up there for football and basketball. Check it out. Uh two miles from campus. And it's a great place to play golf. My son loves it. Uh, Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, The Boneyard Podcast, 247 Sports. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. All right, Steve, let's go through some things here on the uh, on the Hell State football coaching search. Uh, do you believe that uh, Mississippi State University has contacted um, Mike Elko, uh, Dave Doran, and Dave Clausen?
1: Uh, I think two out of three. I, 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 it makes sense they would contact Clawson, but I haven't been able to confirm that with anybody that I trust. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of smoke out there all this time of year. Always, always, always. And uh, but yeah, I, I feel good about the contact between uh, Mike Elko and, and Dorian. But uh, Clawson's one of those things that I'm working on. You know, it's like, and that's the thing too. Is like you got. I've been doing this since 1997, right? And so I, I know a lot of people. But uh, you know, people come and go with their jobs. Not everybody stays in one place. But yeah, that's been the bulk of my existence uh, since uh, a week ago Monday is uh, staying on the phone, texting people. matter of fact, before, as soon as I got up, I already had a couple return texts from last night on some calls that uh, some people made on our behalf just trying to help get some information. But, uh, yeah, I, I have not totally given up on the whole Power 5 uh, sitting coach thing. And, and midweek last week, all the chatter was, now nah, it's going to be a sitting G5 guy. But I think as this search has kind of moved forward, I think some people are taking another look at this opportunity. And I think in the end, State is going to hire a very good coach.
0: Do you believe that Zach Selman's already made his decision?
1: Well, it's interesting you say that. Um, I had some people tell me early in the process that he had a pretty good idea about what he wanted to do, but he didn't want to miss out on a good candidate, would want to work through this search. And uh, I, I don't think it's imminent. Well, I mean, it's not that's going to happen today. I think everybody's going to get through the weekend, right? Because Mississippi State plays very important football game tomorrow night, you may have heard. And then uh, just about every coach that you're courting is going to play their regular season finale on Saturday. Sure. I think we might start hearing some things as we get deeper into the weekend. Uh, I, know, I know they'd really like to have somebody hired next week, but someone's not going to rush the process. I mean, you, when you think about a decision that's going to impact your program and your entire athletic department for the next – you know, a few to several years, uh, you know, waiting a few days to get the right candidate is, is probably the smart way to go. But uh, I think they'd really like to have something done next week. But, uh, you know, we'll see. These things have some and flow.
0: Oh, I think they'll have somebody next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, at the latest. I do. I, I, I think they're uh, – I think between uh, Zach Selman and the leadership around him – that they're they're gonna rock and roll over the weekend. I if I I tell you what, Steve, if you made me bet a few hundred bucks, I'd say by Wednesday, but Thursday at the latest. All right, let's keep dancing around here. Uh, Leipold and Kleiman, do you believe that they have been contacted by MSU? Uh, hold on, well, let me let me set that up for our listeners. They don't follow it crazy like we do. Chris Kleiman is the head coach at Kansas State. We've been talking about him for years. And uh Lance Lopold is the coach at Kansas. Steve.
1: Well, the first thing I'll tell you is, you know, Lance Lopold, obviously that's that's one of the first calls you make. I mean, right? I mean the job he's said at Kansas is uh is absolutely remarkable. And that that's a place, you know, you don't you don't win a whole lot. I mean you had some good years under Mangino, but uh you know, Kansas is not a team that's uh you know, considered to even really middle of the pack most years, and they've been phenomenal this year. But uh I, i've spoken to a couple people one person in particular that that knows lance pretty well and said because you know he's he said it so many times i'm starting to believe him when he says he's not leaving kansas this year um i did speak to uh you know another person that's uh been a kansas media guy for as long as i've been in the industry and he said you know steve there's a chance that lance may leave i just don't see him going to mississippi state now he may go to you know a blue blood type program or at least a blue blood payday but um you know, I haven't heard a lot of traction about him as of late. Again, he was an obvious candidate in the beginning, but uh, just not as much traction with that name as of late. Not, not that you ever want to rule anybody out at this point, and we have. But uh, you know, guys like that, unless you get contact directly from them or you know somebody uh, that represents them, you know, you always want to continue to kind of do some due diligence because there's always, always, always people out there that want to conceal information
0: from you. What about, do you think Gus Malzahn is out, or do you think he's out now but could be back in? This happens all the time, too.
1: It does, and what's so interesting is the last thing that I heard is that Gus is out. What's funny is that afternoon. I don't think he's out. After all the Arkansas news broke, it's like all of a sudden, a lot of people had spoke to about Gus in the beginning that were pretty confident he would head to Arkansas. They said, hey, you know, Malzahn's in play. Malzahn's in play at Mississippi State. Now, get crazy. We're not saying it's going to happen, but yeah he's he's gonna be willing to talk and then that evening i was told well he's out uh I, I don't think you just you know make a hire without sitting down and talking to gus if he'll sit down and talk to you because sure. yeah you know, he's one of those guys too unless i get it you know he's at the later in later stages of his career man but the guys still coaching at a very high level uh d- done some amazing things in central florida i mean you look at some of these offensive numbers they've done it's ridiculous. But yeah, I'm not ready to totally eliminate him from the, the conversation, but uh, I, I wouldn't say I expect it at this point.
0: Where would you rank? Do you think Dave Dorian is a top three or four candidate on the list, North Carolina State football coach?
1: Well, I think it's tough to handicap the list, uh, but I do I do believe Dave Dorian has been contacted by Mississippi State officials, and I believe that's probably happened more than once. Um, and what's interesting about Dorian? You remember he was, you know, he was close to taking the Ole Miss job yeah. a few years back, and uh, he also had some contact with Mississippi State officials. The last two times states had openings, and so uh, and guys done a good job at NC State. You know, what's he got? Three nine-one seasons up there. You know, and uh, yeah, that he's a name that certainly has kind of come into focus this week. There was no mention of him last week. Uh, but over the course of the last couple of days, I've had his name mentioned a couple of times and got more information about him last night that makes me think that, you know, he is a real candidate in this and it's not just one of those things where everybody's just kicking the tires. I, I do think he is willing to, uh, to consider the opportunity.
0: Steve Robertson on the out of bounds show brought to you by bulldog burger in Ridgeland, Starkville and Tupelo. He joins us on the farm bureau insurance guest line. How, serious a candidate do you believe Barry Odom is, UNLV head coach, former Missouri head coach, Arkansas, D.C.?
1: I think he is very much a candidate for this job, and uh, I, I, you know, again, it's tough to handicap this, but I, I would say he's in the first handful, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, I think that's one of those guys, too, because he's had some experience in the league, he's having some uh, success at UNLV right now. It appears he's figured out the offense, you know, that, that was been the thing, and, and you know, but what's interesting, most people learn, right? I mean, as we get older and mature and have some more experience, we begin to do things a little different way. And, you know, that Missouri situation when he took over up there was a disaster. And I, and I don't mean yes. you know, from a football roster standpoint, but there was just so much going on in Missouri. You know, uh, you know Pinkle had some health problems. They elevated Barry probably a little bit too quickly. And, uh, you know, the Missouri campus was in turmoil. It was just an absolute disaster up there. And then you expect this guy to go play football games. And, uh, again, kind of thrust into that position probably before he was ready. Goes to Arkansas, has a couple of really good years there. And if you talk to people at Arkansas, they'll tell you Barry Odom was absolutely invaluable to Sam Pittman. And I think that the Arkansas program reflects that, right? I mean, they said that that Barry was doing some things kind of operationally within the building uh, because Sam, you know, had never been a head coach. You know, And, and now all of a sudden he gets another opportunity and, that got a chance to win 11 games this year at UNLV. And, um, you know, so I, I think as this process has evolved, I've really kind of come around to thinking, you know what, this might be a good option for Mississippi state. And I, again, I'm told by multiple parties that he is very interested in a job and is pursuing a job and politicking behind the scenes.
0: All right. Steve Robertson on one Oh five, nine, the zone ESPN jeans, two, four, seven sports. He's having a record month. Um, I'm going to tee this up, and, you know, you and I um, talk a lot. Uh, we agree to disagree some. We agree some, um, and I like that. Here's the way I look at Barry Odom. If Gus, if Gus says no, he, here's here's my Barry Odom theory, all right? He's the modern-day Jackie Sherrill hire. He's got a massive chip on his shoulder. He know He's a defensive guy but knows how to hire offensive coordinators. Josh Heupel at Missouri and Brennan Marion at UNLV. Proof's in the pudding. Top 10 offensive scoring efficiency this year, Steve, at UNLV. You know, out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and he's got a little bit of an assassin mentality in him. All right. That's the way I frame it up. The modern-day Jackie Sherrill hire for MSU. Your thoughts.
1: Well, I, I can see what kind of where you're going with that, but uh, you know the Jackie Sherrill name, you know, carries a lot of you know credibility here in this part of the country, and certainly in this part of the state. The thing that, about people like that is, when people have had a little bit of sense of failure, right? This guy got fired from his alma mater, right? Um, but you do a little you know, research for this, and you begin to realize the circumstances were very challenging down there. But when you've had somebody that's that's kind of lost it all, or lost a position, or something that's very dear to them. They understand what that tastes like, and they will do whatever they have to do to avoid that going forward. And yep. there are some people out there are just completely in, in, incompetent, right? And there are some people that, <laughs> you know, that just can't get it done. Right. But, but when you've had some people out there, especially this is a guy that's had a lot of achievement you know, as a player all in the game of football and got put into a situation before he was ready, uh, those people have a tendency to work even harder the second go-around because they know what it's like to fail. Uh, there are a lot of people, once they deal with adversity for the very first time, it changes them and hardens them uh, and gives them a new lease on life. And so I, I would not in any way be against Barry Odom. Or other, the, the opinions are all over the place in our message board, as you can imagine. I mean,
0: uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're not happy with me yeah. either. You got a lot of subscribers that don't like me.
1: I got a lot of subscribers that don't like me, you know. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but you know, that, that's kind of part of the deal, man. It's like, uh, you know, it's a principles before personalities business, right? I mean, you know, there's some people out there that, you know, they go, they go subscribe to a service or a website just out of support to a friend or whatever, you know, and I think we've evolved beyond that. I mean, we, we've never been bigger in our history and, uh, yeah, you, you're going to have some people that, uh, may not invite you over for dinner, but, uh, you're still happy to have their, their contributions to your community. Sure. And so that's just kind of part of the deal, but, sure. but, uh, you talk to enough people, you can hear whatever you want, right? But uh, I, I do. I, I feel better about the search uh, this week than I did last week. I, I really do because I think. Why do you say that?
0: Without tipping well, I, everything, why do you say that? I think they're talking to the right people. Okay.
1: Uh, I think that good deal. And I think that the interest is being reciprocated. You know, there been how many times have we seen this in the past where it's like the 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 pool of candidates gets worse over the course of the search. If you look at what's happened with this search over the last 10 days, the pool of candidates has gotten smaller, but the quality of the candidates in that pool has gotten better, and that that gives me some confidence that uh, you know, Zach Selman's not gonna, again, not gonna have to go reach. I go back to something my best friends in the industry told me because Mississippi State's in a sweet spot because you're not gonna ha- you're not gonna have to reach and you're not gonna have to overpay.
0: Yeah, I, look, Zach Selman sharp. You and I have both been around him, um, but you can't overthink it. You can't overthink it, and ADs do it all the time. Steve Robertson on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, brought to you by Bulldog Burger. This is the Out of Bounds Show. Jeanspage.com, 247 Sports, and the Boneyard Podcast. And if you think my listeners and our text line, uh, you know, people are on crazy pills, Uh, Steve's subscribers are on the edge of their seat. But this is what makes it fun. And as Steve and I were talking about it, it's the passion that drives the success, and them wanting to get back in the football game. Uh, they've been kind of lost since Joe Moorhead uh, Leach righted the ship a little bit, but uh, can't keep going through these. Okay, if you had your, tell me, tell me who your top three are. Like who you would love to to see. R- realistic, even and throw in Gus who are your top three that you like the best as far as the candidates that you feel like MSU is targeting and has talked to, or will talk to?
1: Yeah. And that changes daily. You know, it's how that works. Right. But if you just like, if you take the emotional investment out of there, like it's like our business is dependent on Mississippi state success. It's funny. Coaching searches are the best thing ever for business. But as you said, It's that passion of the fans. That's why people want to come to the SEC It's because of all of that, right? It's not just the paycheck. You want to go coach and play sports in a league where people care. You know, I kind of like it's baseball just a little bit, then I'll answer your question. It's like, listen, Nick Mencion's a friend, but they have a kid that goes up there and has a bad outing in a midweek game in front of 300 people in Lexington. Nobody cares. You come out here at Mississippi State and, and you throw a couple of golf balls to Louisiana Monroe, you know, people are losing their minds because it matters. You know, it absolutely matters. But, uh, yeah, I think Gus would be a lot of fun. I mean, I I, I don't know how realistic that is, but I think Gus would be a lot of fun to cover. I think Gus is another guy, too, that would like another opportunity to get back in the league. And, you know, it just depends on who you talk to. But I think uh, I got some friends that covered Malzahn, and they said he treated them incredibly. And I think that would be fun. I think Barry Odom is a redemptive story would be great. I think Mike Elko would be fascinating. What he's done at Duke is one of those things that, that you don't expect, right? I mean, some of those wins early this year, people are like, man, is Duke going to win an NFL championship? My goodness. You know, the, the offensive scheme they put together there uh, has been a lot of fun. I think Dave Dorian is intriguing, but I don't know that he maybe moves the needle with the media or even the fan base.
0: I don't think he offensive does. He's a hell of a coach, Steve, but...
1: Yeah, they win some games for sure. But he's not that charismatic guy that, uh, you know, is going to go out there and pump up everybody the NIL fundraiser. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh yeah, there's some there's some other candidates that I like. But, you know, I'm going to support whoever they hire, and we're going to cover them with the same intensity sure. we always do. But um, I, I just think the state right now is in a good place. And I know they want to get this thing resolved. Uh, and I talked to several people in the National College Football Media yesterday just kind of comparing notes. I think State's going to end up getting some really good press out of this nationally in college football because of how he's gone about this search. And uh, there are a lot of people, even for a young athletic director, that have a lot of respect for him and like how he does things. And ultimately, these searches are all judged on who you hire. It doesn't matter who you talk to, who you interview, uh, who you have your search firm vet out. It's about who you hire. And so a lot of people like, well, Steve, how do you think the search is going? It's going like all the rest of them, you know. But until this thing is over – And you've identified a hire, and you walk out there and handsome college football coach at cowbell, you know you don't get any points for that.
0: I agree. All right, just for our listeners and everybody, post this. Steve just said Dan Mullen's going to be the next head football coach at Mississippi State. No, it's Lane Kiffin. What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) That's the mystery candidate we've been sitting on the whole time. You know, rivalry week. Got to get your dig. Lane Kiffin woke up this morning and said, "You know what, guys? These guys in Starville are right. You know, I think hey." I'm gonna I'm gonna take my visor. I'm gonna trade it in for a cowboy hat. I'm gonna take these flip flops off. I'm gonna get some cowboy boots and I'm gonna march. I'm going to, when I go down to Stargle. I'm just bringing Juice and everybody because he's really a hunting dog and he's not a porch dog. We're gonna turn this thing loose and we're gonna to go to Stargle. I love it. Uh, that's what. So I, I had it. to get one. more Comment in. So yeah. All right. I started to add board just for the fun of it this week because it's rivalry. <laughs> uh, yeah. That'd but be great. Looking forward to looking forward to the ball game tomorrow night.
0: Okay, uh I think it's going to be a massacre. but um yeah, you know who you should add to the hot board. This would be fun. Add like Matt Luke. That would be uh people would go nuts over that. Who? No, he's not going to ha- add Morehead. That that wouldn't even be fun. Go ahead. Yeah, well
1: I don't know which fan base would be more upset about it. You know, it's just, uh, you know, it's all a good fun, but uh, you know, I'd say it's one of those things too, you know, the new book was out on Monday and uh, had my first event last night, you know, at the star touchdown club and our quarterback club, whatever they call it these days. But uh, I tell you, it's, um, there's a lot of people out there that are excited about this ball game, regardless of uh, of the outcome. I think it's just, this is the feeling of relief. It's like, okay, all right, we, we've made the right decision when we, hired our net. We made the right decision. We fired our net. you know? And so now there's, there's kind of hope, I guess, in the building. There were a lot of people last night, you know, they're just talking about the game and the coaching search. And yeah, I think this is a good thing for state. This little, this dark cloud that's been hanging over us for, you know, for a couple months now. So right. it's, it's lifted you know So let's go win a football game.
0: What about, do you want to talk about your book real quick, the title and what it's about for, I got about a minute.
1: I always want to talk about my book, Bo. Uh, brand new book when the bottom Falls and uh comes came out monday and uh, they're just getting it distributed out to stores now and uh, I'm sure we'll be down there in Liberia, but uh, you can order it when the dot com and if I make it to december tenth it's thirty two years clean and sober, and that's kind of what the book is about It's about you know my pathway to sobriety and the things that I've done to stay there you know and um, I think it's important that we share those kinds of stories. There's so many things that people don't want to talk about. You know, it's like I grew up in South Mississippi. We never want to talk about anything pleasant, unpleasant, but there's a ton of unpleasantness in life. And so very transparent, open. There's some people in my family that will read this book that uh, will learn some things about me. They never knew. And, uh, so that's what it's about. It's not, uh, some vanity project. It's about trying to help other people, uh, find and achieve sobriety and, uh, it's experience, strength and hope. And even if you're not in recovery, I think it's a book, uh, you know, it's a Mississippi book and it's a book about, um, you know, redemption and second chances in life. And I think at some point we all encounter that.
0: Oh, no, no doubt. Congratulations on that. Um, and I know you're excited about another book tour, uh, all over the state and including, uh, Lemuria here in Jackson, which is one of the best bookstores in the Southeast. Uh, all right. One more, the, the texts are still coming in. um, bo you can't not ask him about uh jamie chadwell and Rhett lashley steve your thoughts you got the floor
1: well i'm intrigued by both of those guys in the very beginning when the first uh you know wave of candidates came out jamie chadwell made the most sense to me you know it's like you know what this is a guy you know then you dig in a little bit you begin to realize that financial situation's a little difficult to to encounter even mccall's in a good job uh you know identifying coaches but also paying them and building some facilities around them but uh I've had more people in this over the course of this last 10 days uh, give information about Chadwell that leads me to believe he's not going to be here and uh, I've had people try to argue me down about it listen I haven't talked to Jamie Chadwell I can only go by what my people are telling me I know that there is a movement within the donorship to try to get him right I understand that and I respect that because I think Chadwell's offense is uh, uh, matches well with the Mississippi State recruiting footprint but uh, I will be surprised if that happens, uh, to be uh, to be honest with you. Who was the second person you asked about?
0: Rhett Lashley, head coach at SMU.
1: I think Rhett Lashley would be a, a fabulous hire. You know, one thing that I was told early on is that, uh, you know, they're getting ready to go to the ACC. And so, you know, there's always opportunities to improve your standing in life. And i was some people say they think maybe he may leverage this for a, uh, you know, for a raise. But I think Rhett Lashley would kill it at Mississippi State. I think he would be a fabulous hire.
0: All right. We'll leave it there. Steve Robertson, happy Thanksgiving. We appreciate it. See you, buddy. Jeanspage.com. The interview was brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Startbull and Tupelo. Also presented by Mississippi State University Golf Course and all the cool pullovers, golf shirts, hats, and accessories they have in their pro shop. And they have the best-looking Mississippi State gear. That's for sure. I have been there many a times. It's also a great golf course. Not surprising with a turf grass and PGM program. Top five in both. Mississippi State University Golf Course. Check it out. And check out their merch and gear. Hour number three coming up. Bar two at 930.